Hi, Claire and James here. Just before we get stuck into this week's episode, we wanted to let you know the exciting news that the Midlife Reset Audit is now live. This is a first-of-its-kind personalised diagnostic tool designed for midlifers by midlifers. In just three minutes, the audit will help you pinpoint what's really holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife, and most importantly, provide tailored strategies on how to take back control. Midlife doesn't have to be a time of uncertainty. It can be an era of growth, discovery, and well-being. So to go ahead and take the audit, go to themidlifementors.com forward slash audit. In this episode, we look at the power of micro habits and how you can utilize small changes to get big results. Often we can feel overwhelmed by the thought of what we'll need to do to make meaningful change in our lives. But actively working with micro habits, like we do in our programs, makes it simple and achievable and above all, sustainable. We take a look at the psychology and science behind investing in microhabits, including the importance of dopamine and rewards. We also look at how stacking habits makes it even easier to rewire your brain so reaching your goals doesn't feel so hard. Hi, I'm James Davis. And I'm Claire Davis. We're the Midlife Mentors, here to lift the lid on how to achieve health and happiness. The balanced, no-nonsense way. Hello and welcome to another episode of Midlife Mentors with me, James. And me, Claire. How are you all? I always say that. Um, what have we been up to? Um, lots. Been up and to? Actually, this one's coming out right now. So it it's, it's going to be current. So I guess the most exciting thing is we've launched our brand new program, the 10-Day Midlife Boost. It's a brand new program from us. Loads of people signed up already. It's um, We designed it really because we know people are kind of struggling, coming into the new year. What do you think it's effectively... A kickstart that's going to give you the tools you need and empower you. Yeah, absolutely. Because we've seen how long was January, by the way. Oh, my goodness. If anyone's on our newsletter, I sent out a really, I thought it was quite funny, a little meme about, it was just, there were so many memes, it seemed, about January. James kept sending them. It just felt like everyone there was, found it long, I felt they? like there was 12 months in one month. Yeah. It went on and on. And I think what our observation and listening to our clients and communicating with our clients, everyone has found it quite a struggle, actually, to get their mojo back. So we were like, okay, some people can't always invest eight weeks in our midlife reset program. So let's create something that's a 10 day boost, little kickstart that packs a massive punch when it comes to results. So if you are struggling out there and you just feel like you're overwhelmed with unhealthy habits, you can't get any traction, you're feeling isolated, lost, feeling uncomfortable in your own skin, just can't get your mojo back, then this 10 day boost is is so, so good. Mm. It's going to help you build new habits it's going to help you get into a movement routine. It's going to help you have a better relationship with your food. It will kickstart some weight loss, absolutely, and put you in a community of like-minded people with us as your mentors. It's really, really amazing. Um, so if you want to know about that, I've got the link in the show notes. That And if you go on our website as well, you'll be able to see that that's available on our website now. Do join us. We actually launched Open the Doors on the 5th of February um, but you don't actually have to start it right at that point. You've got access for 30 days. So um, it's available now and we've got loads of people signed up and it's exciting. Mm, love to see Woo-hoo! you in there. 
Um, so we're going to talk, link to that. We're going to talk about to today about the power of micro habits and also how you can stack habits. So some of you might be familiar with stacking habits, some of you might not. So we're going to introduce you to those concepts. Because I think, you know, um, as Claire said, a lot of people seem to be struggling with their motivation. Maybe you made resolutions and they've already fallen by the wayside. Maybe you didn't make any at all. Maybe you're just feeling just a bit lost thinking, how do I change things? Well, you know, looking at your micro habits is a great way to start. So I think we have this misconception that, it's that one big thing that we find, you know, the secret ingredient that's going to change everything for us. You know, like, oh, there's a brand new diet book out with a new approach. This will be what sorts my life out. No, it won't. Same with the new exercise Kelsey program. Kelsey it never yeah. works. We underestimate, right, the power of just making small incremental changes mm. and the, the massive transformation those can have. So micro habits, as the name suggests, right, are small manageable actions that when we repeat them consistently lead to positive changes. And then over time, they lead to big changes. And the science behind these is quite interesting. So there's a number of psychological aspects of habit formation. Uh, and we'll show you like, how small habits can actually feed we in and cause tips, a ripple we? effect in behavior. Yeah. So the first is neuroplasticity. Now, of course, our brain is both our software and our hardware. And the interesting thing is when we repeatedly do a behavior, so when we're getting that new habit going, that new micro habit, we actually start to create new synapses, strengthen existing ones, lay down new neural pathways that reinforce that habit. So over time, you know, it'll become unconscious, like it brushing our teeth. We don't have to think about that. We just do it. So that's number one, neuroplasticity. And the, the second one is the old dopamine, mm. the dopamine effect. You know, those small wins that we make, like successfully completing a micro habit, will give that boost of the dopamine effect. So it will release dopamine. And when we get that release of dopamine, that's going to reinforce the behavior. And then in turn, it motivates repetition. So we get that dopamine hit. We want that dopamine hit. So we're going to keep repeating it. So that's another one. Number three is... The habit loop. So a habit has three parts, right? There's, there's the cue, there's the actual routine, the behavior, and then there's the reward that comes for it. So the cue triggers the behavior, which leads to the reward. Um, so when we have a micro habit, we want it to be simple and link it to existing cues or routines. This takes us into habit stacking, which we can cover. So that the brain starts to associate the routine with a positive outcome, reinforcing the habit loop. So that might be, you know, um, making the effort to switch your wine for a nice herbal tea in the evening because you want to just cut down your alcohol consumption. Actually getting the reward of drinking that tea and knowing you're doing good, then you get the, the dopamine hit from doing that, reinforces it. Uh, we also have things called keystone habits. So these are small changes or habits that unintentionally lead to development of multiple positive habits. So you get like a ripple effect going through your overall lifestyle. So you know, something like getting up and drinking like a massive glass of water as soon as you wake up is going to hydrate you better for the day. So you're going to have better energy levels, better focus. So that's an example of like a tiny micro habit. It's not hard. Get up, drink a big glass of water, having this ripple effect. So if we can get lots of these little micro habits going... We're going to get great effects through our life. And also, another thing is behavioural consistency and identity. So we connect these micro habits to our identity. So as those micro habits become consistent over time, they contribute to the formation of a new self-identity. Like the brain tends to align behaviour with self-perception. So when those micro habits are part of one's identity they're more likely to be maintained. So like what those, those habits basically become part of us. It's that, that whole unconscious, how we go out in the world, it becomes that unconscious. Mm. And so that becomes our self-identity. Exactly that. 
So those those are kind of psychological aspects that I, I personally I find quite interesting around habit forming. We love all this geeky we do. stuff. Now there's a habit myth, you know. They say it takes a minimum of 21 days it's to form a, a new habit, but it is a myth, right? It's, it's as, as we know, yeah. like if anyone's experienced that, they're like, oh, if I do this for 21 days, but then they're doing it every other day, yeah. or they're doing it there, once a week. There's actually num- a number of other more important factors, right? Um, and unsurprisingly, it comes down to like how simple or complex the habit is. You know, yeah, if you've got something really simple, then you're going to learn that and, and embed it as a habit pretty fast then if you'll you're get consistent. The dopamine, then you'll get the dopamine hit, the new self-identity. If it's, if it's a really complex habit, if you're learning to fly a jumbo jet, that's probably going to take you a while to become habitual to it, right? <laughs> 21 days. So simpler habits form faster than complex ones. Um, there's individual differences as well for behavior. Um, it depends on our behavioral rewards. But also, um, consistency is a part. Like, you know, like Claire said, you, know, you can't just do something for like two minutes for 21 days and go, well, that's it. That's embedded. It's about this constant repetition. So um, what are some examples of micro habits that Let's could help examples. you? Right? So, um, and I want to come back to this. The idea of this is so when we get when we install new habits, we want them to become all, almost unconscious. So what I mean by that is we want to divorce from the thought or emotion around it. So I'll come back to the cleaning teeth example. You know, we probably all get up and clean our teeth, but we don't think about do I want to clean my teeth this morning? Oh, do I really want to? Do I enjoy cleaning my teeth? Do I not enjoy cleaning? My... So we want to get to the same place with these new habits. So we just, I, I just get up and I drink water. We want to overall the thought process. I get up and I do my workout. I get up and I do my stretch. We want to take that kind of emotional thought out of it. So it is becoming a habit. Can I just say on this, though, on this flip side, it's really interesting how quickly we can lose a habit. Mm. So I don't want anyone to beat themselves up, actually, if, if, they have had something in their life that that's been embedded in them that they think that they've got completely controlled and completely covered. Because actually, things like... I'm going to go kind of down this route now. Things like addictions, and we can be addicted to anything. It doesn't have to be substances. I mean, alcohol, yeah, cheese, sugar, um, drugs, anything. Um, You know, we can get into the habit of kind of replacing something with with those addictive behaviours... And we can go on that route for a long time, but actually the reality is we still need to be vigilant. And I, and I would say that that is a, long, a lifelong mm. thing about our habits. We, they might become automatic, but I would say the small micro ones are probably going to become more like um, an unconscious habit. The bigger things in our life, those, those are going to take more focus. Mm. I think because I see this a lot with the alcohol-free groups that I'm in um, and just some of the work that we've done, it can be very, very easy for life to throw you off. And in times of stress, in times of high stress, that's when it's quite difficult to maintain the habits that you that you have that are healthy. That's also why it's very, very difficult when you are highly stressed to embed new habits. So one of the things I would say around habit formation that I've read a lot about and I really understand the psychology around and I suppose the hormonal effect of being in a stress response when we're in a stress response and in our life that's a very difficult time to start building new habits Mm. so that's why micro habits are easier if that makes sense because yeah stress makes us go for comfort stress makes us want to go for the easy option so I, I just wanted to put in there that you can very easily be thrown off your habits. So we need to stay vigilant. And I, I think that came from my example of last year when I went through that burnout and I didn't go to the gym for quite a few weeks. It was really hard for me to get back in the habit 
And in the mindset of it being kind of unconscious, it's just part of who I am. It's my self-identity. That kind of got ripped, ripped from me through that life experience, but also time out. Yeah, but also it came back fast. Once you did go yes. back to it, it came back fast because the neural pathways are still there. And that's the thing. When we have habit, we do actually change the brain um, structure and chemistry. So it will make it easier to go back to it. Uh, I just want to clarify something there. I said about um, divorcing from the emotion and the feeling. Listen, if you really enjoy something, keep emphasizing that. And sometimes when we're doing a new habit, if we're struggling with it, it can be useful to like mentally affirm it. But what I mean about divorce, if divorcing the thought and emotion is if we let our conscious mind in, this is what I hear from clients all the time. It's like, oh, my alarm went off and then I just lay in bed and I thought I can't face getting out and going to the gym and then I actually just lay there and I thought about it. Uh, so don't think yes. about it. Don't, you, you are just a person that when the alarm gets up, goes off, mm. you get up and you get your sports kit on and you go to the gym without a thought. It is just what you do, not about whether I want to do it or what's it like outside. It's just, it's just something you we do. We can really overthink it's it. It's discipline. So discipline is crucial. It is. It's the, it's the master, isn't yeah. it? And I, and I think it's just, I wanted to say that about how easy it can slide because it really did, it really did for me. So being vicious is super important, but not beating yourself up, having no. some self-compassion. But like James said, it's so important. Like we tend to overthink, overthink, overthink. And actually action is the only way you're going to build, it's not thinking about it. It's not waiting for some magical time for some motivation or some, some self-belief or some self-worth. Actually, all of that stuff comes from just taking the action, getting out of bed, just doing it, just doing it. So let's give you some examples. Let's give you a handful of examples here of, of micro habits that, you know, these are just examples. You can come up with your own ones that might be helpful to you. So like, around nutrition, right? If you, if you want to like be nourishing yourself more, more healthily, um, hydration trigger. Drink a glass of water every morning as soon as you get up to kickstart hydration for the day. And we come on to habit stacking, but how could you do this to remind yourself? Actually make your big glass of water the night before and have it by the side of your bed. So when you wake up, you drink it straight away. Another thing might be, you know, a vegetable boost. So just adding more vegetables to your plate every meal. So you're less likely to snack and it's eat more of the things you don't things. want. It's all these little things. Like for exercise, you could get... So as we're aging, obviously we're becoming less flexible. So it's really important. I'm staring at myself here about doing stretching. But actually having a morning stretch as part of your routine is, is really, really helpful to wake the body up actually mm -hmm. and start like feeling alive, just getting getting into your body. So spending five minutes doing some simple stretches immediately after you've got out of bed and you could do that like a little reminder, putting your little mat out somewhere so you almost trip over it, but you don't trip over it as you as you go to the um, kitchen to get your glass of water. Just reminding yourself to do that small little micro habit for five minutes. Or this is a really easy one, the stair challenge. Opt for the stairs instead of the lift for one floor every day or actually get off, you know, a bus stop early or park your car away from work a little bit earlier or get off a tube stop earlier you know, and actually walk to the office. So it's those little micro habits that are going to pack a massive punch. Yeah, actually, uh, just on that, the, the walking further, most of our calorie burn doesn't come from exercise. It comes from what we call non-exercise activity thermogenesis. <laughs> um, so, you know, we're all familiar with the concept of steps. But the interesting thing is, uh, probably around like 20, 30 years ago, we were doing an average 35,000 steps yes. a day. Most people are averaging around three and a half thousand yes, steps right. a day now because we've become so sedentary. So um, just throwing that in there as a related topic. Yes, so that's a good one. It is. If you don't take any others away, take that one away. Um, on mental well-being, you could keep a gratitude journal. So again, when you get up before your day starts, before you pick up your phone and let the outside world in, you know, just write down three things you're grateful for. Another thing you could do is to spend some time taking three deep breaths in the morning just to you know, wake the body up, get it oxygenated. And then that could be a habit that you're taking. Every time you're facing a new task, you just remember to take 
three deep breaths and find that moment of stillness. I am going to do the relationship one as well. Um, mm. This was written down as a little reminder um, when we were doing our tips for you. But relationships, it's so important, okay? We have like three basic needs as, as human beings and they're like their health, wealth and decent relationships. Good, solid, decent relationships. And a lot of the time we don't spend time on those relationships so having a micro habit that really helps us invest in those relationships is really important. So a daily check-in. So like spending five minutes talking with your partner about your day without any distractions. So like you say, you know, five minutes, here's yours. Sit facing each other, staring in each other's eyes. Honestly, that is going to feel so weird to so many of you who have such a crazy, busy lifestyle. But that little micro habit, oh my goodness, builds so much intimacy and so much connection back into your relationship. So I'd really, really encourage you to do that. So 10 minutes in total, five minutes one, five minutes the other. Really connect. Um, and the other one is a compliment ritual. So give a sincere compliment to a family member or friends every day find someone or a stranger even like the coffee person that makes you your coffee that these this um giving actually this habit of giving as well this little micro habit of giving releases oxytocin which is our connection hormone makes us feel really good when we give so actually paying a compliment to someone is such a way to uplift our mood yeah so you can see james you're looking very handsome today oh well bless you thank you (laughs) Um, so you can see uh, these habits are really they're small these are what we call the micro habits they're really easy to incorporate you know you're not having to go off you know and buy a book about it or plan it it's just like whoa I, I can easily it, incorporate exactly, that into my day it becomes so overwhelming doesn't it a way you can make it even easier for yourself is by stacking habits so we call this you know, habit stacking so what this do is like the new habit you tie it to an existing habit so let's take an example um if you get up in the morning and you go and you make your cup of tea or a cup of coffee, but you want to be more hydrated, then you know as you're going to the coffee, it's like right, have the have the glass out, remember to have that big glass of water as well. It could be you know on the mental side, you know mindset. As you're cleaning your teeth, you look in the mirror and you say your affirmations to Lovely. yourself. So you've got the existing habit that you don't have to think about teeth cleaning. As you do that, it's the trigger mm. for the new habit. Of saying your affirmations. Well, that's a really important thing. That word trigger, you know, in NLP, we, we work with triggers a lot. And um, that trigger is it's the unconscious part. And then it's the reminder, isn't it? The trigger and the reminder to say the affirmations or to look into your eyes and say, hey, you, you're doing really well. That's what I do. You're I, doing really well thank today. Thank you. Yeah. But I do, I clean my teeth and I look into my eyes. Again, people find this very, very uncomfortable. I found this, I still find this uncomfortable. Looking deep into my eyes and actually just saying mentally to myself, this is a great, today is a great day. A day of opportunity. All things are good. Uh, you're doing brilliantly and go and smash the day. Like I'm just kind to myself when I look into my eyes. So that's another one that I do. Um, what's up next for us to talk about? Well, I was going to say, we're going to challenge you listeners. So yes. so what are your current daily micro habits? What are your habits that you have? What are the good ones? What are the bad ones? And what new micro habits might you choose now to actually you know, get the results you want in life? Where could you, where could you install these, these tiny little things that will actually make a big impact over time? We'd love to, you to let mm. us know. So do email, email, let's team at the Midlife Mentors. And then the last thing I want to say about this. Track is, them. Is track them yes. and celebrate your successes. It comes back then, human beings are addicted to dopamine. So we want to celebrate successes. You know, if you've got a little, even a little tick box, like, oh, I have my big glass of water. Maybe you've got it on the fridge, fridge sticker or something. You've ticked it off every day. You're like, wow, I've done it. Even, it sounds silly, but even ticking off a list gives us that dopamine Well, lift. I have first-hand knowledge of this when I did 75 hard 
which I feel like I should do an entire podcast on because even though I thought it was the best thing, you know, best thing that since sliced bread whilst I was doing it, looking back now, it was not the best. Um, but anyway, the whole concept actually is about discipline. I'm a pretty disciplined person anyway, so goodness knows what I was thinking, make, trying to prove something to myself by being even more disciplined by doing 75 hard and making myself ill. But that's a side subject. The actual act and the discipline of ticking everything off in that little app that I had every single evening was my celebration of success. So what James is saying there, actually have like have something visual. We lot we get that dopamine hit from going, well done, you can tick that. We're like little children or like to our dogs. Well done. Tick it off, tick it off, tick it off, tick it off. And we feel good about ourselves. So yeah, like James said, that's a really, really good idea. And celebrate those little wins, celebrate the success. Honestly, this is the stuff that makes all the massive difference. James said at the beginning, we make change so difficult. We make such a big deal out of it because we expect ourselves to make such huge changes and have these huge epiphanies, make these massive drastic change. It just ain't ever going to happen. It just, that's not my experience. I don't think it's many people's experience. They need to be small little habits. Don't overwhelm yourself. Take one at a time if you need to. One at a time. Get that nailed and then have that success. Get that dopamine hit feel good about yourself and move on to the next one. Exactly. This is exactly how we do it in our programs because we're, we're delivering an app. You yes. just get drip-fed this constant reminders like to do this habit, do this habit, do this habit. Over time, you know, the results are massive from just making these micro changes. Well, that's, it's that unconscious mm. level of learning. I think that's what all of our clients say about our program and what you're going to get on our 10-day boost. We're giving you access to our app, which we don't normally do. We only give people our access to our app on our eight-week midlife reset. <laughs> But it's, people say all the time, it's that unconscious, conscious learning, basically, of ticking these things off, being reminded, not being overwhelmed, but just these small things that we know pack a massive punch when it comes to changing your behaviour. This is a behaviour change that means it's sustainable. We can all do these individual isolated things for a short amount of time, but they're not going to stay with you because it's not integrated and we're integrating behavior change so you can sustain it and you have the toolkit for life for mind body and soul so i hope you found that useful we hope you have a clear understanding of micro habits and habit stacking and we would love to hear what your new micro habits are we get emails we get emails from you we we absolutely love them and please do remember to share this podcast to subscribe to this podcast to rate this podcast give us a lovely review if you enjoy listening we love doing this for you. This comes from such such a passion of ours, such a mission, so so from our heart space. So one thing we would ask from you is just um, share your experience of listening. And thank you for being here. We love you all loads. And uh, we'll catch up with you next week. Sending See you next time. been listening to the midlife mentors with claire and james davis we'd love to hear from you so drop us a line at info at the with any questions or topic suggestions and make sure you join us on our facebook page and youtube channel you can find us under the midlife mentors yeah
Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And don't forget to take the Midlife Reset Audit now to receive personalized insights into what's holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife. So go ahead and take the audit now at themidlifementors.com forward slash audit.